Hello, and welcome to the Southeast Students Podcast. Here you can find all of the teachings from our special series in middle school group and high school group. Our goal as a ministry is to guide young people into a personal relationship with Jesus and train them to become like Him. We pray that these teachings help you to do just that. Grab your Bibles, and let's jump in. Hello, guys. So... My name is Skyler. Hi, Skyler. I think everyone in here should know me. If not, hello. So I'm not going to be giving a sermon tonight, but what I am going to be doing is sharing my testimony. Uh, One, so that you guys get to know me better and just see how the Lord has worked in my life. And hopefully from that, you guys will get to see how the Lord is working in your life and through different seasons maybe you've noticed or have not noticed that he is working in your lives all of the time. He never leaves us, never forsakes us, but he's always working. So what I want to do is I want to start by explaining my family members and just like my early childhood. So I have a mom and a dad. I have a stepmom and a stepdad. I have a sister who's 18 years old. I should probably mention I'm 22 years old. I was born December 5th, 1999. I have 1999. I have an adopted brother who's three years old. We adopted him this last summer. So it was official. We've had him a little bit longer, but we officially adopted him this summer. And I have a stepbrother who is 26 years old. So my childhood was very average and very normal in the world's eyes. So I had my mom and my dad, and they supported me, and I had all the things that I needed to make ends meet, and I was able to do pretty much anything that I wanted. I had a childhood where I played outside a lot. I loved playing sports and just running around the neighborhood. That was pretty much my childhood. And so in the world's eyes, it was very normal, but my parents uh, did not grow or raise me as a Christian. I would I would go to... Easter and Christmas services, I would say that they were nominal Christians. But besides maybe praying at the dinner table, I wasn't doing Bible studies. I I didn't know who Jesus was at all. It wasn't taught in my household. So I just knew that God was God, but I didn't know I could have a personal relationship with him in any way. So growing up, I thought that I had a very normal childhood. I was very involved in basketball, so that was like a lot of my memories from childhood. I don't really remember much else besides that until the first major event in my life was my parents getting a divorce. So I was in sixth grade at the time, and I just remember my parents didn't even necessarily tell me that my mom and my dad were getting a divorce. Rather, dad's just moving out of the house, and he's going to get an apartment somewhere else, and Later, I found out that they were getting a divorce. And so that hit me pretty hard, but I didn't know anything else. So that was just my life. So uh, at that point, whatever Christian background I had, the little bit of church that I would go to maybe twice a year and the praying at the dinner table, that was like no longer. So there was no God being brought into my life whatsoever and so that was in sixth grade and in that season from 
sixth into seventh grade, both my mom and my dad met, who is now my stepmom and my stepdad, and they're both still together. They've been together from that time. And so I do consider them my stepmom, stepdad, very close with them. And the next biggest thing that happened in my life is my stepdad, who was an iron worker at the time. I don't know if any of you guys know what an iron worker is, but you guys do? Sweet. So what my stepdad was doing is he was uh, helping build a dam that holds the water in. It was up in Roseburg. And so he was climbing on this dam and he ended up falling 30 feet with no fall support. So usually you'd be harnessed in all of the safety equipment. He didn't have it. So he was like just free, like free soloing. And so he ended up falling and breaking, shattering both of his ankles, breaking his back in multiple spots. So this was like a very serious injury. And so at that time, my mom had went up to the hospital in Eugene and I was staying with my mom. I didn't necessarily mention that part, but when my parents divorced, I stayed with my mom and I lived with my mom. I would go to my dad's on the weekend, but I, my main home was at my mom's. And so my mom in that period was taking care of him in the hospital. He ultimately was in recovery for like five years. This was like super major. And my mom was with him a lot of the times. And so I was like with staying with friends and I don't think I went to school for a month in that period. So that was like a huge um, incident that happened in my life. He ended up getting an amputated leg from that. Uh, thank the Lord he's healed now and he is good to go. The Lord totally healed him and sustained him through that whole thing. But the reason why I say that is because a lot of that time, that like five years growing up, I didn't get poured into that much at all because my mom was really helping out with him and all of those things. So not that I was like left to fend for myself or anything, but I just wasn't getting like poured into, I would say as much like as a kid should. So that had happened and I just continued my life. I was super involved in basketball and that did not stop. I would play year round and I would say that's what I found my identity in was definitely sports and um, just being active in that season of life. I didn't really think about anything else that was going on but sports. And so that was like my outlet. That's how I got everything out. And that's how I um, just kind of distracted myself. So that just continued all the way until high school when throughout the season, I didn't have the Lord in my life. And going into my freshman year, I had some buddies and they said, Skylar, would you like to come to youth group? And I was like, sure, I'm down to go to youth group. They had, uh, it was at Canby Christian. I don't know if you guys have ever been there or anything, but they had an amazing indoor dunk hoop. It was just like on the side. It's like kind of high and you could just dunk on it. That was like my jam. And so I loved going there on Wednesday nights and just hanging out with my buddies. And the sermon, I was like, it's not for me. Like, I'm just here for the games. Like, that was just what I was about. And so I would participate, but it just like went in one ear and out the other ear. So it wasn't anything I was retaining or anything that like meant anything to me. Rather, just like I was there and being present. And so I didn't dislike the teaching, but it just wasn't um, sinking in. So I liked youth group and would go all through my freshman year. 
I ended up getting invited to the Camp Wainema. You guys actually went to Camp Wainema, right? It was high school. High school and middle school. Okay, so high school and middle school actually got to go to Camp Wainema. And that's where we had our summer camp. So I ended up going to that summer camp. And I loved every bit of it. It was super fun just hanging out and playing games. And uh, they had an amazing, like, worship set it was kind of like a rock concert so i love that but the last day i they really presented the gospel in a way that i understood it wasn't something that was just in one ear and out the other like the holy spirit definitely was ministering to me in that time and i remember feeling like the weight of my sin and understanding what that had meant for me that jesus came to die for me and I couldn't like wiggle my way out of that anymore. And so I knew uh, that I needed Jesus. And I just remember like breaking down crying and I wanted Jesus as my savior. And so I went over to my pastor and I was like, I want Jesus in my life. And I just don't want to feel the weight of my sin anymore. And so I ended up going to him and I decided to get baptized in the lake. Have you guys seen the lake recently? So anyways, I got baptized in the lake and that was an amazing um, work that the Holy Spirit was doing in my life. What I wanted to do is I wanted to um, bring scripture into my testimony because um, I just think it adds more weight. But what I wanted to share is Philippians 1.6. It says, you guys don't have to go to it. I'm just going to read from it really quickly. And it says, and I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So that summer camp, that week, the Lord really did a work in my life. And as I share the rest of it, I just want you guys to hold on to the fact that the Lord begins a good work in you and he's beginning a good work in you now he will bring it to completion he's not gonna ever leave you or um just forsake you but he will bring your walk to completion and so that's what he was doing in my life at that time and right then i didn't see it and there's a period in my life i'll share that uh, i didn't honor the lord but he began a good work in my life at that time so I got baptized, it was in July, my freshman year, going into sophomore year. What ended up happening is after that decision, I stopped going to youth group as much. I remember my pastor even would reach out to some of the uh, people who gave their life to the Lord or at least were more interested, and it was a couple of my buddies, and we would meet up with my pastor at lunch at Burgerville. I was like, at the time, that's where all the high schoolers went out to eat. That was like, the spot was Burgerville. And so he would like meet up with us weekly and like chat and see how we're doing in the Lord. And the enemy did not want to see me follow the Lord at all. And so the enemy was throwing lies at me. And at that time in high school, I was um, swayed just by what people's opinions were. And so I slowly started to begin, oh, this, this Christianity thing isn't cool. And so I was like, oh, like. I don't want to meet with my pastor at lunch. Like, I just don't want to do it. And so the enemy was um, giving me lies and I was 
fighting under those hard. And so this began a season of walking away from the Lord. And it didn't happen all at once, but rather just a slow walking away. And so now I want us to open up to Ephesians 5. Okay, so I'm just going to read the first part and then we can read through until 21. But I just want to talk about the first part. It says, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So this whole section, the very end of four and the beginning of five, God is giving us a calling to imitate him. He's calling us into a relationship that we were living for him. Our life is supposed to be, we're supposed to offer our lives to him. And I didn't quite get that when I gave my life to the Lord. And so just reading this, what I want to um, just show or the reason why I chose this passage is because God is calling us into a relationship with him. And then all of the things that come after that are the negatives, the don't do's. So in the beginning is like, this is how you should walk, calling us into a relationship. And then the end is don't do these things. And all of these things were the things that I therefore did. And so instead of explaining all of it, I just want to um, read. So Colton, you can start. Three. Yeah, we'll do one verse at a time and then we can just go down to 21. Verse three. But sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be gained among you as is proper among saints. But there is no filthiness and food talk and food joking, which are out of place, but instead of the thanksgiving. All right. So in that season of life, I did not walk as the Lord had wanted me to, but rather I was sowing habits that led into just a whole 
lifestyle of wickedness. I didn't walk as the Lord had wanted me to. And so it didn't begin with just shipwrecking my faith, but it was like one step at a time, just walking deeper and deeper towards darkness. And so that had ultimately happened for from when I was 16 until or 15 until I was 19 or 20 years old. And so in that time, I had gotten into a relationship that lasted about three years. And in that relationship, or at the time, my idea of God was that I needed to um, confess my sins and accept Jesus as my savior, but I didn't know what was next. I didn't have anyone sharing what, what do you do next or what do you do with that? And so my only example of that was a Christian household that was walking contrary to God and that had corrupted my thinking. And so I thought, oh, I'm, I'm okay. That's, that's all you have to do to be a Christian is just confess Christ. And um, it doesn't involve anything else. That's, that's it. And so this led me down a very, very dark road. And it just happened for all throughout my high school career. I was still doing sports and my outward appearance wasn't like, you couldn't just tell that from my outward appearance, but inside I was just messed up. I was messed up. And so another way I could say is my conscience was seared. It's another way of putting it. And so this had continued all throughout high school, um, playing sports and had walked away from the Lord. And so after I had, I was at the time, I was my senior year graduating. I didn't really know what I wanted to do after high school. And I was just very like in the moment. I was just like next day, next day. I wasn't worried about anything to do with the future. And so uh, when graduation had happened, uh, me and my girlfriend of three years had broken up. And when you're at that age, three years is like, that's like an eternity. And so uh, I was very um, distraught, um, heartbroken over that whole situation. And at the same time, all of my friends had plans to go to college, all of my best buddies. And so with the breakup and all of my buddies leaving, I was like, what do I do? Like my whole world, my identity, everything was just like shaken. I didn't know what to do. And so I ended up just diving into my sin even deeper. I didn't have anyone telling me what to do. And so I was like, what do I, what do, I do? I just dive deeper in sin. And so that was my lifestyle after high school. It was not good. And so... What ended up happening is over that summer, I had worked for my dad doing security in Portland and didn't like it at all. I mean, I was just kind of doing it to please my dad and um, see if I would like it, but I ended up hating it. So what I ended up doing is that fall, I had started working at Dutch Bros, Dutch Bros Coffee, and I worked there for about a year. And I during that first year of working there, I really, that the Holy Spirit was doing work in me, starting to um, surface back up in my life. I had shoved the Holy Spirit down so much, was not listening to it. And um, the Holy Spirit was definitely doing the work, stirring me up, because in that time, I was filling myself with the things of the flesh. And as we know, those things will never satisfy. And so 
after a season of just living and sin, living and sin, I'm like, this is horrible. This isn't making me feel any better. This is only making me feel worse, unsatisfied, and just leaving me wanting more of it. And I was like, there has to be more. And so the Holy Spirit was definitely doing a work in my in my life, just getting me to um, warm up to the idea of giving my life back to the Lord. And so um, I was working at Dutch Bros, and this whole thing was happening. And I finally was getting to the point where I was like, I got left with this, Lord, I don't know how to come back to you. I've drifted so far away from you, but I know that life, this, is, this isn't life. This isn't how people should live. And I remember asking the Lord, I don't know how to live for you, but like, you just show me someone. Can you like give me a mentor, someone that is a positive influence in my life? And so I was working at Dutch Bros at the time, and some of you guys know Logan um, Pentaco. I know Jonah does, and he is now a good brother in Christ, but we were working co-workers at the time, and it was definitely the Lord that um, connected us, but he was somebody who had just got done with uh, Calvary Chapel Bible College down in California, and he was working in the shops, and uh, the Lord just connected us, and he was someone who was like challenging me because I was like, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like I would just say it, but I didn't live like it at all. But I'm like, yeah, I'm totally a Christian. He would challenge me and ask me questions and we would go out and get food and just talk about Jesus for hours and hours. And we like started to form a friendship and I was like, it wasn't all at once. I didn't have this like epiphany, like Lord, like anything like that. But it was rather just a season of the Lord working in my life. And um, throughout those conversations and just the way that the Lord was working in my life, I ended up giving my life back to the Lord. I was like, Lord, I don't know what it takes or how I'm even going to get back to you, but I want to like surrender my life to you. And I would say that is when I first started um, actually walking out my relationship with the Lord. And so that was about a year out of high school. So that was like 2019, right before the pandemic happened. I had went to church maybe once or twice before the closures had happened. So my only way of getting like the word taught to me at all was through Abe's Bible study on Friday nights and online church. And so I'm very thankful that the Lord had saved me during that time because as you guys know, that was a very tough and trying times. I don't know what I would have done if I was not um, walking with the Lord at that time. So I'm very thankful that the Lord had saved me during that time. And so in that season of life, that was a year after Dutch Bros. And I ended up working there another year before going to Bible college. So that year, the Lord really began a work of sanctification in my life because I had consumed so much junk and so much like sin that the Lord had to take my heart out and give me a new heart. And there was a lot of um, sacrifice and I had to um, just really work a lot of things out with the Lord in that season. But he was very faithful to um, take those things from me and give me peace and give me joy knowing that um, although I didn't know exactly how it was going to work out, that he had a plan for my life. And so, although I wasn't a scholar, I didn't know the Bible hardly 
at all. The Lord gave me many opportunities to share my faith to people around me, whether it was coworkers or customers. I was just like, man, Jesus did a work in my life. Like he literally took the things that, um, that I did and made them like disgusting to me. And the things of the Lord that I previously was like, well, this is kind of weird or whatever. Like those were the things that filled me and those were the things that filled that hole inside of me. And so I didn't have anything else but to just like, it was coming out of me. I'm like, the Lord was so good. So I just thank God for that year before Bible college. And so, yeah, that was 2020 and 2021. And throughout that season, I didn't really know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I wanted to stay with Dutch or whatever. And so I um, had a desire just to know God's word more. I didn't know what I wanted to do for a career, but I knew that I wanted to be rooted in God's word. So I talked to Abe and Logan and they were saying, maybe Bible college is a good idea for you. I was like, well, okay. And so I knew that I had wanted to go to Bible college and was going to go to Bible college, but I just had a season that the Lord was still um, sanctifying me and um, just getting rid of all that junk that I had in my life. And so that I ended up leaving for Bible college in August and I've been there up until April 28th and now I'm back and the Lord has placed me here and an intern and uh yeah that's pretty much where we're at now i can say what the lord is teaching me currently i'll leave you guys with that the lord is teaching me that <clears throat> that i always need to be content in him it's very easy to be distracted by the things of the world no matter how long you've walked with the Lord, the enemy's always going to try and play something, even if it's not inherently bad, like whether it's TV or video games or just something to distract you, but not to turn to those things, but to be solely content in Jesus and his presence. So I just want to encourage you in that, that if we're finding contentment in anything other than Jesus, then we're not going to be fully fulfilled. So yeah, I just want to leave you guys with that. Yeah, and I guess if you guys have any questions, what's up, dude? Yeah, so my stepdad was in a wheelchair for five years. And what ended up happening is when he had like broken a lot of his bones, his the bottom of his foot was like his bone was dead. And so it was rotting. Like literally you could see like in his foot. So they, they ended up cutting it off and he got a prosthetic leg and he, he works now. He went to college and now he has... A regular job, so yeah, he's able to walk. What's up? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Totally. So. With Bible college, I think the biggest thing with it is that you are able to, so I went after high school and I worked for like two and a half years, three years, and the busyness of life really um, can get to you. And sometimes it feels hard to hear from the Lord, but when you set 
aside a time and a season just to be with the Lord, it's, it's, um, I'm not going to say like easier, but it definitely feels as if, I don't know, it's very easy to meet with the Lord, I guess, is what I'm saying. Just setting aside time to set only on God's word, only spending time with him and being surrounded by people that are trying to build you up. It was something that I've like never experienced before and it grew me a lot. So yeah, I encourage you if you want to go, definitely go. What's up? Wait, what? What drew me to intern? So I have had the desire to serve at a church for a while and I knew that I wanted to serve at a church and it was honestly just like Ryan kind of asking me and I'm like, oh, cool. But I, I would love to do that. And I, I wanted to serve in a church regardless of whether I'm interning or not. I would hopefully still be in the same exact spot, the intern position, just, I guess, as a title. I don't know. But yeah, just I had that desire. And then Ryan asked me if I could say this. I one of the reasons why I wanted or I felt drawn to like serve in the church is because I didn't have somebody to pour into me when I was your guys' age. And um just to know that like you know, here, knowing what I've been through to be able to hopefully to serve you guys and um, build you up and strengthen you in the Lord. Hey there. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Southeast Students Podcast. If you'd like to know more about our church, you can find out more online by visiting our website at ccseportland.com. Hope you have a blessed week and we'll see you later. Peace.